real, raw conversations about the television and film industry. It's your girl, Ro. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Sad. And without further ado, I'm I'm DJ LaFay, and introducing Chanel and MCD. Hey, everyone. I'm MCDP. Uh, so excited to be with you guys uh, for a second week. Um, I didn't get to introduce myself the first week, but I'm here. Um, a little bit about myself. I am an actor, a dancer, an educator. Um, and I just love the arts. I immerse myself in everything. And um, a little bit about me, I was recently on ABC and Queens. So you can catch that if you haven't seen that. And I'm just excited to be on this platform with Real Talk, Roe versus Sid. Yes. All right, and my name is Chanel. I'm an actress from Grand Rapids, Michigan. And currently I'm seeking representation. I've been just honing my craft and working on some workshops to get better at what I do. All right, so you know, you guys are kind of new, not new, 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 but at the end of the day, our audience doesn't know them. Noah, so tell us about your work. I know you've done some great stuff, DP. Um, give us a little bit of that. I know you tried it a little earlier before we had our little hiccups, so just shut it up. Oh, okay. So um, do you, um, a little bit about my credits again. I um, I recently was on uh, Queen's ABC that starred Brandy, Eve. Um, it did really well. Um, I was excited. That was uh, probably my second gig. I've done Swagger before. But uh, how I just kind of got into this is uh, Ro, you know, amazing person, you know, uh, amazing person, coach, um, everything. She's there. And, you know, I got introduced from by Sid. And, yeah, I mean, I just I jumped right in. You know, once I saw someone who was willingly wanting to help, and she had the goal, she had the ambition, she was did not play, and I loved it. She was ready to teach, and she I was ready to learn and to be a sponge. And so I'm forever thankful, forever <laughs> grateful to be a part of this and to be on this journey with her because she's dope. Like, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, she's dope. Everybody who knows me knows I don't show my teeth. <laughs> Not that they're not a good looking set of teeth. It's just that I don't, I don't do that. Um, right. So just so y'all get my perspective on this. And, and let me just say this. One of the things I want you all to understand is that we could easily do this show with a couple of people. But the reason that there are so many of us on this platform is because there are so many different perspectives. So you ask me a question, I may give you an answer, but that's based on my perception, my perspective, my journey. And that may work for some people. Everybody has a different journey. Um, I am not one for networking. And I will tell you that this young prince right here taught me a lot about myself, a lot about networking, and a lot about persistence. He also taught me about what I know. I didn't think I knew, but I knew I knew, if that makes sense. Um, he was um, he was the most persistent man I knew. He was like, because I told him I ain't coaching you. I ain't no coach. I'm not here for that. I did have a videotaping service. I was like, I'll put you on tape. I promise, I swear, I think he was making up auditions to come to my house to make sure that he had some time on. And I was like, look, I guess I'm going to have to mentor you. Now, I will say this. What I loved about his approach was he always came prepared. I'm going to let y'all know right now, I am not cheap. I, I used to be cheap. I used to be like, well, you know, actors are struggling. I'm going to charge y'all $35 an hour. I had people show up. They were not prepared. 
$35 was fine, but they wouldn't be ready. So it took me four or five hours. And I was like, but you know what? If you charge more, I bet you they come through that door more. This boy did not flinch at the price. In all fairness, though, I didn't care about the money. I cared more about the fact that he was ready, he was willing, and he was able. So even though I said, okay, look, I'm going to charge you 90 bucks an hour, which is what I was charging, um, if we went over three hours, I didn't care. Because it was so easy to work with him knowing that he was eager, he was ready, he was willing, he was able. So I'm going to say this. If you want to be blessed, then be a blessing. If he had come to me and he was like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do with this character. What's the first thing I said when you got to the studio? So uh, what you decide, what you got, what you got. What you got. If he, <laughs> he had nothing, that's what we started with. But at least he had something. So I want y'all to say, uh, I want y'all to know I learned a lot. And when I met him, I think you were non-union. He was talking about it take 10 years. I ain't got no credits. And I don't know what made me say it had to be God. I was like, but if you trust me, I'll get you booked in six months. It might have yeah. taken a little longer than six months, but it came. It wow. came. Nice. All right. All right, you Chanel, share a little love with us. Um, I'm gonna All right. to grab my okay. iPad. So for me, um, I'm at Row um, in Tesaw in 2013, and I have to say, by the grace of God, we uh, reconnected. It was on a IG post for an interview that she was doing. Um, something just kept pushing me to ask, could she mentor me? At first, I wasn't obedient. I didn't respond. I didn't say anything. But then finally, I asked, could she mentor me? Um, in her cards, it was not for her to say yes, but she said something out of her mouth made her say yes. So here we are today. I'm glad that we connected. And for me, um, let's see, I graduated from Western Michigan University. And um, from there, I was able to uh, be in my one of my first major films. Um, it's on Netflix as well as Pure Flix. They rotated. It's called Silver Bells. And um, by that production, I was able to be blessed to meet Antonio Fargus, as well as Bruce Boxleitner and some other Kenton Duty. Uh, so I've, I've been very fortunate and blessed in my journey so thus far. All right. Gosh, y'all are just making me just blush. Um, <laughs> <laughs> only because, you know, I didn't realize how much, um, how much of a circle that we've created. I'm, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm truly blessed because I started out as a stage mom and I was spending a lot of money training because I was paying for me and I was paying for my son. And so the platform is designed so that you guys don't waste your time, your energy, or your money. I, I If I gave you, if I said I work with 20 coaches, I would guarantee you that at least 10 of them were wasting my time, my energy, and my money. So that being said, I'm opening the floor up to um, Verlon. Also, you guys, if you're watching, make sure you like, subscribe, share, share yes. some love, and ask some questions. We're not here to hear ourselves talk. We know each other. We talk all the time. Don't so, be shy. Sure do. yeah, don't be shy. Um, we have a special guest coming, and I'm going to let BJ LeFay reach out and see what's going on with that. But um, at the end of the day, we have a special guest coming, and I'll tell you a little bit about them in a few minutes. But... I'm gonna turn the floor over to uh, Sam for just a second while I handle something on this end. Y'all forgive me. Um, technology issues. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. Let me tell you about a little bit about me. I know I, I, I introduced myself, you know, when, when we first we first aired, but uh, you know, I, I started acting. You know, well, for me, basically, you know, 
I, I've been a, an athlete, so I've always been on stage or always been, you know, always been in front of a large, you know, crowd. So for me, acting and, and athleticism is is quite, kind of together, kind of similar. Hey, so, so you're ready so to get I, on? I'm, I'm looking at it, I'm trying to sign the shit in. Okay, okay, so she's ready for you. Okay, They're working with a little technical issues. Here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. What is it? Okay, it's all right. We good. We good. Oh, okay, perfect, perfect. Like I said, uh, you know, for me, you know, acting and 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 playing sports was was kind of similar. So, but I think we got our. Uh, I, I think we got our guest ready. Is he is he ready to ready He's to come on? Yet. He's not on. He's not yet. on yet. But anyway. All right, so does anybody have anything happening this week? Like, um, I'm gonna tell you right now. I've been auditioning like. Ooh, I almost said something. Y'all had to catch myself. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Don't tell the secret. I know. I've been auditioning like somebody who had too much tea and they on the plane in a in a, in a, in a window seat. I keep getting up. I'm three back to back auditions. <laughs> My goodness. I'm, look, I'm so tired. I, they wore. I got. I am completely worn out. Says you said three back-to-back auditions? Hey, three of them. They all do tomorrow, right? I'm I'm talking I woke up around seven-something to to get ready for this. I am completely worn out. But I'm here. But that means you put your all into it, though. Yes. Very energy draining. Okay. (laughs) I want to jump off that because what I want to share with you is, so Sad and I read a lot together. And Mm -hmm. this week, I promise you, I have had 10 auditions in eight days. And, um... One of the things that he and I had a conversation about today was if you're going to have a scene partner, make sure they're going to pull every single drop out of you. And mm-hmm. so it's easy to have 10 auditions and then just get through them. Yeah. But the auditions are the work. So for me to have 10 auditions, I expect to hear back from at least eight people. Not being cocky, just being serious. If my expectation is, oh, well, maybe I'll get three, then maybe I will. But I really believe that if I expect eight, then at least I'll get eight. So at the end of the day, I am sitting here saying, all right, well, I had 10 auditions. I'm going to pull it out my partner. Say it how you feel about it. And this morning we were up at the the crack of dawn um, with the three auditions. And by the time it was done, I needed a nap. Wow. I needed more than a nap. I needed <laughs> some drink and, and everything. Let me tell you. But you know what? And, and and she's right about that. She pulled every last ounce of energy out so we can. And, and, and I expect to hear something back on all three. All three today. Nice. There we go. Oh, but oh, they were so good. I mean, and, it, and the thing about it is, is and speak it. can tell you. So the purpose of having a coach is so that they can pull things out of you. When you get to know people, when you start talking and opening up, and I tell Chanel all the time, I was like, whatever your issues are, I got it from Susan Bassett. In real life, they will be your issues in your acting. And mm-hmm. so we, what I do is I try to converse with people so that um, I know things. And so in order for the scene that we were doing today, was it was not something he did in real life, but I had to get him to a place where he could tap into the emotion that he needed to feel. So we're talking and I'm like, you know, I'm gonna take you back somewhere. You're not gonna like where I take you, but trust me. And he trusted me. By the time it was done, he was like, oh, oh, that, Mm. oh, he was like, let's do it one more time. 
And we always mm. do one for safety. But the funny part is, is that the one we did for safety was just one for safety because the first one was it. Um, a funny story I want to tell you about me and MCDP. So MCDP reminds me of my son. And so it's funny to me because um, I try to pour into him what I would into my own son. And then the relationship he and his mom have reminds me of me and my son. So we were taping one time, and I know you're going to remember this in a minute. We were taping one time, and I used to give notes. Like, And what I learned was he could tell when I liked an audition and when I didn't like an audition before I told him. And so anyway, he was doing this audition, and we had finally gotten to the place where it was right there. Like he, It was only a millisecond off. And so I mm-hmm. said, don't do something. I can't remember what it was, but I said, oh, I said, don't you cut off the, don't, no, I told him, I gave him a, a note, an adjustment. I said, don't do so-and-so, whatever it was. And so he was in his head with the audition section. And so when we got to the end, he realized that he did what I said not, not to do. And he goes, oh, I did it. And I said, don't you know do that? Yeah. <laughs> don't you know do that? Don't you know? And he looked at me like, what? And I was like, don't you ever stop yourself. Mm-hmm. You let the director stop you. You let me stop you. And so because he didn't understand that the audition was so good mm-hmm. and by him cutting it off, it was really hard. And then what happens is when you get a good audition and something happens, like what I did to him, you're chasing that audition. So now you're trying to mm-hmm. imitate what you did and then do better, but it becomes over rehearsed. But that audition, yeah. once we watched it, was so good. I think you remember, I ended up splicing it yes. together with another one yes. because it's so good. So it's, it's important that the person you're coaching with know who you are. Not that you got to tell them all your secrets, but just know that anything you say to your coach can be mm-hmm. used later on. Um, mm-hmm. and so let me, you got, and you got to trust that that stays in that circle, that bubble. It was good training for me when I got where I planned on, well, I ain't know I was going to the Miss Pat show, but when I got there to keep my mouth shut, when I was learning something, people like say, you know, what's, I ain't never seen it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but anyway, so speaking of which, without further ado, I want to talk. That kind of leads me into my uh, my next guest because I learned that whatever you do can come back to bite you in the Susan Bassett studio because she mm-hmm. had these twelve steps, and one of the steps was um, come on, the phone call. And so you don't get to pick who you call. And mm-hmm. I thought she was gonna make me call my mama because me and my mama we just we like oil and water. We more like gasoline and fire. But anyway, whatever that is, um, she used, she she basically used the one person I thought she was going to use, she used someone else, but she used some conversation we had. So anytime you're talking to your coach, know that anything you say can and will be used against you. Before. Wow. All right. So without further ado, I want to introduce you to, um, I almost called him my daddy, but let me tell you why. <laughs> so... We were studying at Susan Bassett's. I was doing Natalie Cole off Broadway. And he was playing Nat King Cole. So from that moment forward, I was, you know, he was always my dad, my dad as Nat King Cole. So I want to introduce you guys to Mr. Verlon Brown, a quadruple threat, commercial, oh. theater, oh. Act, uh, television, film. I think he sing. Oh, that's fine. I don't know how to say <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. And I'm glad Oh, we can't hear. Can you hear me? Hold on, let me see. Yeah, but you sound like you in the train. Let's see what you get. Let me get. You hear me now? 
Yeah, it's just delayed yeah. though. It's a little uh, delayed. <laughs> uh, he from Verizon. Can you hear me now? <laughs> and he's got uh, a telephone commercial yeah. too, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I Are you on your show? computer? Phone, you want me to get my phone better? No, it's just coming, it's just coming through delay. You want to try your phone? Try my phone. Yeah, yeah. let me try the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so y'all know his credits go. Oh, I, you know, when, when I was digging through his stuff, because you know, I'll be digging through people's stuff. And just in case you're watching us on Facebook, if you friend me, I dig through your stuff too. I want to know who you is, how you know me. I need to know who you work for, why you friending me. I got people in my inbox talking about you single because I don't see that information on your page. I, all that is on a need-to-know basis. I need to know that I know you so you need to know what you know. So, right. so, so yes, I dug all through his IMDB. I went on YouTube. I found the shows he was on. I found the clips he was in. Look, he like, yeah, I ain't pull out his kids. <laughs> At the end of the day, I, he was on the blacklist. He was on deception. He was on. Oh my goodness, what else? Okay, so you say something in your phone real quick because I got you. Got to choose one. Hold on. Wu Tang. He was on Wu Tang American Saga. Yeah. I just cut it off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see you. Oh yeah. That's better. Yeah. I mean, shots. Uh. Hey, can I curse? I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, so we. Okay, I won't. Okay. <laughs> I keep praise the Lord. Wow. We can make that biblical, but we all gonna do our best. How are you turn this phone sideways when much color you doing last week? Dude, look at you. Yeah, he got that good service. So, I told you. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh. You know what? It's gonna be right. It's gonna be rough. You must live in the hood, cause your 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 signal bad. You live in the woods, don't you? Uh, That's what it is. Um, he live out there. He live out there. <laughs> yeah, say, I'm in the woods. Can you hear me now? I'm gonna stay in one place. All right. Okay, I'm there say, you go. I'm, I'm not gonna move anything. I'm an animated person, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try. <laughs> How you doing? All right. So tell us about everybody on the yourself. panel. Tell okay. You, good. Pretty good. How are you? Good. 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 Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Veronica, what's going on, baby? Hey, what's good? Right. <laughs> yes. Rowan said, what's going on? It is hey, great. Hey. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, any questions? I, I'm trying to get used to this right now. I'm going to try to get used to being still. So tell us about yourself and your journey, because we know, you know, we know you've been doing this a minute. I, I told you, I went all through your background. I called it FBI. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been doing this for like since 1995, college, not high school. Um, 1995, I've been on work, a ton of background work. And um, it was, I was so damn insecure. So I stayed in background work for like 17 years, it wouldn't move from that sucker at all. I met a lot of great people doing background work. A lot of interesting things happened while I was doing the, a lot of good food doing background work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it to learn. So, so when people say, how do you get into business? I tell them, I'm, they, they don't want to do some background work. 
do something. You get to learn the lingo. You get to learn his and and you get to learn the the movements, the beats of, of the of the director of my face type of thing or whatever. Get your ass out out of video village. You don't belong here. That you need to be at. I'm sorry. Can you hear me well? You're doing okay. It's, yeah. it's, it's struggling, but we, we, we're hanging there. Keep going. Oh, it's a struggle. Let me talk a little bit slow. But yeah, I I, I I recommend background work for anybody who's just starting out or whatever. And just, just you get to meet a lot of great people. And um and and mostly the the wording, the lingo, them back 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 to one, checking the gates to whatever all, all these crazy things you get to learn. And and you and you get to learn it in real time. I think my power just went out. But you get to see um you get to see the director in action, yelling at people, not yelling at people, smiling with people. You get to know that you know you know where your place is. And so I mean, that, that recommend background work. I did a ton of background work on. I'm probably sitting on a, a lot of people's shelves. That's how old I am. Not shelves anymore. We don't do on um, DVDs and um, VHS. I'm probably sitting on a lot of people's computers right now. You know, I, I've been on Oz. I've been uh, every, every damn TV show, every movie, every damn work. But then after a while, I had to grow, grow up because everything was, was at Susan Bassett Studio. We did things like, like, like industry night. Sorry to interrupt real quick. Do you have on um headset? Are you using your headset? No, not at all. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, no. One of the viewers was like, if you're using it, it's it'll cause you to skip. It'll cause the skips in the thing. Somebody just texted me and said, hey, is he using a headset because it's causing the skips? Mm -hmm. Thank you, sis. Love you. Appreciate the love. Um, let's see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember industry nights. Nah, I guess. My, yeah, my shit is janky. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, are you still um, doing off Broadway stuff? Or are you? Are you? Are you? Um, have you moved on and just doing television and film? Um, I'm just doing television, film, film and commercial. I'm, I'm gonna talk real slow like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing television, film, and I do a little sign language too. I'm doing television, film, commercial. That didn't work, but uh, but yeah, that's that's all I'm doing for right now. Theater takes too much time. You know what? I'm oh. rarely ever without speech, but right now I'm I'm a little speechless. <laughs> well, let me. Well, well, you know what? Well, let me ask you this: uh, um, Do you have an agent and a manager, or, or you just rolling only with your agent? I just have an agent. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You planning on getting a manager? No, don't don't want a manager at all. Yeah, just the agent. Agent. I'm doing very well with the agent right now. Wow! Wow! Perfect. 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 <laughs> You can't hear me, huh? <laughs> you can see. Oh face. no, I can hear you. I feel like what? What? So you know, I, we really want to talk to you, but it's really cha challenging. <laughs> Let me know what's what's it doing? Is it cha 
chopping it up? Or? It's chopping it up, and there's a there's a serious delay. So we have to concentrate to actually hear and understand what you're saying. Um, uh, and I know it's giving. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, well, I tell you what, let's do this. Um, I'm so excited to have you, and I hate to to not do it, but I don't know if we can struggle through an hour of this and and our, our no. viewers. Uh, not be able to ask questions. So one or two things we could, if you cut your camera off, they can't see you and it might come through faster or we could always reschedule this um, for another time. I don't know that that would do anything when we use a different platform, but normally mm-hmm. it, it's really clear. Right. right. Uh... <laughs> you know, it's sad because you know I read lips and I heard that curse word. I mean, I read that curse word. <laughs> Yeah, oh, my bad. I I yeah, you just said the excrement word. Ooh. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry. Is <laughs> that, that Poconos? Yeah, I that, that Poconos. Sorry. Yeah, let's um either reschedule. Okay, yeah. we'll reschedule. Um, I'll have in a VJ LaFay reach out, but you know, with always, it's much love. Um, we just want to give the audience a chance to enjoy exactly who you are, but I'll talk about you while you go. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you for coming, and we'll see you soon. Much love. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, y'all. Hey, hey, we tried. Thank you guys for hanging in there, and thank you to my sis for, for letting me know, yo, this is not going to be the night for that one. So he lives in the in the woods, so of course there's only one tower, and um We'll just invite him back another time when he's in the city. So in the meantime, let's have some fun. All right. And so- then, hey, everybody, make sure you like, subscribe, hit that button, share. Come on, y'all. Don't be Come afraid on, to ask love. love. Come don't on in the room. Don't make me sing because I ain't nobody's triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, so parties is kept. Y'all, Chanel has a new segment she wants to introduce. Oh. All right. So my... My new segment is Woulda, Coulda, Shoulda. So we're going to go around, just ask everybody, um, what's something you woulda, coulda, and should have done? In the industry or in life? Um, It can be either. Well, I'm going to have to keep it in there. Because in life, y'all don't want to know that much about me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be scared. You know, I don't... I did not get in the line for common sense and stay that long. I just ran through the line. God was like, common <laughs> sense. Just just ran. <laughs> he just gave me a drop. He was like, I'm going to give right. everybody full, but I'm just give her a drop and it shows. So can we start with somebody other than me? Please and thank you. Me is <laughs> other than me as well. Wow. Because it's really good. It's really like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. VJ LaFay. Yes, in the place to be. That's me. (laughs) I would have, should have, could have. Well, I wish I would have pursued, don't laugh at me, guys. I wish I would have pursued my early rap endeavors. Yeah, I would have been up there with them. I was good back in the day. And yeah, that was my thing. And perhaps, perhaps stayed in communications. I was a communications major and I switched over to education. So that kind of thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can you can you rap something for us? So oh, I'm just saying. Don't get me started. Come on. 
Ain't nobody well, we saying got to, this started We got to go Bible for all the wrong reasons because this was from 1989. So that's okay. Yeah, 1989. Let me see. Okay, so we know you was right there when they was really rapping. Go ahead, show us. Real talk, real talk, real talk. Look around in the ghetto. And what do you see? A baby boy and baby girl making up baby. Look at the issues in the paper. Then watch the news. Well, there's a baby in the world not enough you gotta make things better educate our youth so they can stand together number one education is a golden rule it's a small thing to a giant to stay in school number two unemployment should never be if you be all that you can be now your baby's making babies cheating on your ladies not using condoms because you never heard of AIDS. smell the coffee in the cup be like spike lee and wake the bleep up stop smoking up digging up out drugs. Here's your funeral, your grave's been dug. Children are the future with the hope that they bring, so stop playing yourself and do the right thing. Ow! Yeah. 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 Right. Don't talk to me. Talk about ancient, y'all. Okay, so just so y'all know, I don't want to follow that. Next. Uh, <laughs> definitely. Did you finish all of them? You said, uh, did you finish all of them? You have two more, right? What happened else? That was your woulda, you got a shoulda and a coulda. Oh, okay. Oh man, listen, that shoulda gonna get me in trouble with a lot of people. I shoulda left a lot of people to bleep alone for real talk. I'm telling you, it was not a game. I didn't play myself a few times. And um, woulda, shoulda, coulda. Oh, and um, I don't know about the coulda because I'm doing everything I want to do. It's just that I didn't pursue those things. So not really with that right now, but. So so next, next episode. Okay. <laughs> Thank okay. you. All right. Who's next? Say it. Say it. Oh wow. Okay. I, I can keep mine in the industry. You know. Okay. Um, my would have. If I would have had the information that I have now about acting, I could have avoided a lot of unnecessary payments, mm. unnecessary uh, classes from from people who just taking your money not really giving you the information that you really need to get on set and uh uh what was the next one that was woulda coulda and then the shoulda i should have i should have gathered more information for myself mm. you know i was a, i was a rookie in this game i i, I just woke up one day and said hey look i i, I used to act in, in high school i used to act in college let's let's get started and so i should have uh uh, uh, streamlined and got all the information first before just jump into this particular coach's class. Mm-hmm. And that's me. Y'all, he giving y'all real talk with a condom yeah. on. Hmm. <laughs> 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 real talk. Take okay. it off. We want to hear the real. We want to hear the real. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she really hey. did get this laugh alone. <laughs> Okay. No, because he was like in that coach's class. Because I know you're trying to be politically correct. So y'all are giving to I y'all. That, that's straight T. No chasing, y'all. No chasing. <laughs> uh, so it's on me, huh? Yes. All right. So, um, woulda. My woulda would have been. My woulda woulda. My woulda would have been that um, I would have pursued this a lot earlier if I didn't have. Uh, that's a lot of, because I was gonna say if I didn't have family responsibilities, I would have I would have pursued this a lot sooner. I would have. Um, 
I could have moved a lot faster if I'd have, I was going to say punch some of them people who was telling me lies in the mouth. <laughs> well, I said it. <laughs> and on my should have, I should have. I should have punched them in the mouth. <laughs> no, and what I mean by that is there were so many people telling you, giving you misinformation. Um, and and the, the thing I hate about it is, is that I listened to it. Like people were saying, you can't do this. When I was younger, I was going to be a model. Um, and I'm really tall. Um, but I had a body that was built for a model. So people were like, oh, you can't model. You're too tall. You're too this. You're too that. You're too this. And I let those people have residency in my head. Um, mm -hmm. And that kept me from doing it. And I should have followed my dreams regardless of what they said, but I did. So I could have been a star had I done what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. Um, once I gave myself permission to dream, I started pursuing it. And then I'm a firm believer that once you do, God, the universe will conspire to give you what you want. Um, and so that being said, once I decided I can't do this, um, I, I won't do this. And I was talking to Chanel this week and we were talking about something. And I said, you know, um, things happen. Somebody posted on my Facebook page that God must, God, my ancestors, after, I, I, I'm going to read it to you real quick because I don't want to tell a lie. Mm -hmm. I think I read it to you earlier this week. Um, somebody posted on my page that God, my ancestors, and everything in the universe must have got tired of trying to get me to listen. So everything that could go wrong went wrong to push me in the direction to do what I'm doing now. So that's my woulda, my shoulda, and I could. Okay. Okay. MCDP, you want to go next or is it on me? Uh, okay, I guess I'll because y'all deep. Um, but <laughs> oh man, um, so I used to, as a kid, I started this thing off with singing before acting. I used to sing and like sing, I used to be in vocal lessons and everything, and I thought that's what I was going to do. And then dance came and acting. So I wish I should have, I should have took long story short, I had an audition. My dad got me in front of P. Diddy years ago when I was eight years old. He, he had a signing. And my dad said, let me tell you something. I'm going to take you to the front of this line. And you're going to sing for this man. And my dad was determined. And I couldn't believe he did it. And I was 38 years old. And at that time, like, Willie could, the levels, octaves and so forth. And he said, you're going to get up here and sing. And I'm like, okay. Got up there. Long story short, couldn't sing in front of all these people. Diddy literally stopped everybody and said, listen, I'm just like your uncle, your brother, uh, Annette, whoever else. I sing for me he mm. believed me so much that he said i know you got something i'm gonna give you my card and he said when you ready y'all send me something long story short wasn't able to do it but i should have took him on this offer because i believe if i even at least opened my mouth up he would have gave me a chance for something because he looked at me and was like i know you got something special i can see it in you and mm. the determination that your dad did to get you we butt in front of everybody to get up to the front line he said he was so determined to get you up here. I know you could. So I should have went for it, at least did something. But um, I could have, because I could have, I honestly believe I could have been somewhere different than where I am now. I'm not mm -hmm. mad at where I'm at now, but I could have I could have been a little bit, I feel like I could have been somewhere that would have even opened this door up a little bit more easier for me. Because you know how people break into one thing and the next thing you know, they go into the next and the next mm -hmm. and so forth. 
Um, I believe it that that was going to happen. Um, I would have um, before COVID. I um, and I'm thankful for COVID, but I would have got into this a little more seriously, more a little bit more serious, more, uh, because I think before COVID, I was around people who categorized me more in dance. And so they couldn't see me in the acting field. So I was taking acting classes, but I was still kind of labeled as a dancer only. So he's just trying to do that acting thing. Um, so I, I would have kind of put more of my egg. I would have spent more time in the careers. What I did was allow people to kind of push me to the dance that I started to study more dance than acting, knowing that I was ready to embark into the acting. So I would have just said, you know what? No, I'm going to jump into that. But I allowed them to push me into that box. And it took me longer to jump into it. So I'm thankful for COVID because COVID really set me down to really dive into it. And again, that's how I met Ro. So can I cut in real quick? Because you said something that was really, thank you first and foremost for sharing. But you said something that's really important. And I know, Chanel, you're going to remember this. But we have conversation, and I won't divulge what the conversation was about. But what I noticed in the conversation with Chanel was that I think I, well, we had been talking about something and it kept, it was a recurring theme. And one of the things I said to her today, I called her up and I said, I want, remind me to tell you something about something. Remind me to tell you, I have something to tell you. So when she did, I said, can you think about not allowing other people to weaponize your past or your circumstances? And what I mean by that is people only saw you as a dancer. So they weaponized that against you to keep you busy um, and keep you in a box. And so when we think about the art world, the, the whole goal is to not live in a box and, and to share. I, I ran across something that is near and dear my, to my heart and I wanna read it to you real quick. It is called, and anybody who's listening, I encourage you to look it up. It is called The Actor's Vow and it is by Eliza Kazan. And I have it here, but I'm gonna read it because I can hold it up so you can see it, but I don't know how that looks on the platform. But it says, it's called The Actor's Vow. And it's backwards on here, so I'm going to read it to you. I will take my rightful place on stage, and I will be myself. I am not a cosmic orphan. I have no reason to be timid. I will respond as I feel, awkwardly, vulgarly, but respond. I will have my throat open. I will have my heart open. I will be vulnerable. I may have anything or everything the world has to offer, but the thing I need the most and want the most is to be myself. I will admit rejection, admit pain, admit frustration, admit even pettiness, admit shame, admit outrage, admit anything and everything that happens to me. The best and most human parts of me are those that I have inhabited and hidden from the world. I will work on it. I will raise my voice. I will be heard. Mm -hmm. The key and what touched me about that was they're not asking you to be anything but you. And when I said at the beginning of the show, when you talk to me as a coach or any coach, they're listening for the little things about you that you can use. And that is that line about the best parts of me are the parts I've inhibited and hidden from the world. When you're an actor, those are the parts you use underneath the lines they're asking you to say. And some of those parts are going to be painful, frustrating, relationship things, you know, those types of things that you really don't want to go there. When I had to do the audition that I shared with you in the first episode, I had to go back to my brother's funeral. Mm. I had to go back to, it was the first time I lost somebody that I loved that much right. and thought, 
he was unfairly taken from me. So I got to go back to a place of pain for the casting directors to really feel that pain. And so when people say, but you ain't have no lines, y'all don't know what I shared, what I threw on the floor to get there. So hats off to you for sharing that and understanding that you had a part of you that you just didn't you let other people stifle for a minute. And I'm glad you owned it and said, you know what, this is what I really want to do. And when you want to be an actor, sometimes I can tell you right now, I, I forget to eat when it's a good script. All right. So with that, with that being said, y'all know who woulda, shoulda, coulda is up. <laughs> All right. So my, my woulda, coulda, shoulda is my woulda is I wish that I would have stayed in ATL. Uh, I met some really amazing people. I had came to ATL a couple times. Once was on a family trip and another time, actually the first time was on a family trip, but it was for the workshop for T-Saw where I first met Ro. And then a second time was when I had made a commitment to myself. You know, I hadn't invested in myself in 20 years. So I said, you know, I'm going to get new headshots. And I went to Atlanta and got new headshots. And each time it was calling me that I should have stayed or, you know, I should have, I could have made, you know, arrangements. I didn't, came back. Um, my coulda would be that um, I could have gone to NYU. I was accepted to NYU. Um, I didn't go. And that would be my shoulda. Um, my shoulda would be um, listening to people. I wish that I, I shouldn't have listened to people. Um, you know, for me, I'm a mother. And uh, one of those conversations that Ro was talking about was about stop letting people weaponize you. Uh, a lot of people told me a, a lot of times you won't be successful. You have children. You have more than one child. You, I, I've heard it all from instructors, professors, um, people that I've worked with. So I think to also say with that, my children have done commercials with me. They've been in plays with me. So... I mean, that hasn't stopped anything at all. So if you're out there, you're a parent, whatever your situation is, just like Rose said, don't let people weaponize you. You know, sometimes I allowed that to happen, but I also had to learn to step out of that shell and say, you know what? Those same people that have said, you know, what couldn't be done, I did it. So. <laughs> so I just found out that my name bar says said, I am not said, I am Rose. Let me change that. <laughs> real quick thank you y'all i love y'all I, I absolutely love y'all because i don't want nobody thinking there's two sets up here <laughs> wow i didn't even notice that i didn't either but thank you so much i think it's because when i signed out and signed back in but anyway so you know it's it's funny to me that we sit up here and we have people who say what you can and what you cannot do mm. um i and and here's the other thing People are quick to say, well, I'm just waiting on this to get right, or I'm just waiting on this to get right. I'm going to be real with y'all. If you're waiting on everything to be perfect, you're going to be awaiting somebody. Yeah. It's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be, you're never going to have enough money. I'm going to tell you right now, our last guest said she scrubbed toilets, and she didn't have no problem letting you know. This funds my career. So when I look back at this, and people can say, you know what, she used to clean my bathroom. Mm -hmm. Guess what? I'm a humble servant, and I'm a star. And now what? So don't Come be afraid. On. To let somebody, you know, people in the industry, some will help you, some won't. But then you got people outside the industry and they're not looking. I mean, at the end of the day, they're not looking out for you. So mm -hmm. in my civilian career, I was working and 
this one guy, he always showed on time, if not early, he didn't show up. And so when I was younger, I used to think that the world was going to end if I didn't show up to work. I had to go to work because it had to be done and I could do it right. And so one particular day, this man did not show up to work. So the next day rolled around, he didn't show up to work. So finally they decided to do a welfare check. The man had died in his house. Hmm. Let's say they found out he died at 9.30 in the morning. By 2 o'clock, they had hired his replacement. And it was at that moment that I decided, you know what? I only have one life. I'm not renting it. I own it. If something goes wrong in it, ain't no maintenance man to call and fix it. I got to fix it. Other than God, I got to work on it myself. So when I decided, you know what? I cannot build other people's dreams without building my own. I, this is, I don't want to be a slave to that. So you guys have to decide that it's never, it, it, there is no perfect time. If I'd have waited for perfect, I'd still be waiting. Um, one of my friends, she passed away about a month ago, um, Tracy Davis. She and I were planning to do so many things and for her birthday, which was the beginning of July. It, it, would actually, it was actually July 25th. We didn't get to do it. She was on the phone having a conversation, had a heart attack and died. So if you're waiting for tomorrow, we were waiting for tomorrow. And she and I started out in TESOL way back in 2008 together. So now you can imagine this 14-year journey that we're contemplating making our next move, and the day comes and she's not here. So if you're waiting on perfect timing, please understand that there's no perfect timing other than his. Hmm. So hmm. you got got to move. You have yeah. to move on your own. And you know what it says. You take one step, I'll take two. Mm-hmm. But if you stand there, so well, you know, I just got to get this one more thing. Guess what? When that one more thing is gotten, it's going to be one more thing. And one more thing. And the world's going to keep giving you one more thing. So get off my soapbox. So any questions, guys, we're going to go to commercial. But any questions, hey, y'all make sure y'all hit that like, subscribe, share yes. button. And ask yes. questions. When I hear you, somebody was in my inbox saying, how do I get started? The best way to ask that, the best time and the best way to ask that question is from 9 to 10. Because in my inbox, y'all, besides them little narcissistic dudes that's in the inbox talking about how much I need them, I ain't trying to go (laughs) (laughs) wrong. You ain't trying to hear that. (laughs) Talking about you're going to miss out on a good thing. Boo, if you was a good thing, you wouldn't have to slide up in my inbox like that. (laughs) Right. Ask those questions. Let me put this commercial on. Because <laughs> I can tell You're listening to Real Talk with Rowan Said. Real, raw conversations about the television and film industry. Y'all, we just checked the comments. Ain't nobody asking no questions. So there's no one questions. question, and she said, make sure you share the link so I can ask my question. I done slid in her inbox, and she ain't even on here. Y'all, <laughs> <laughs> we lost our guest, so it's all you tonight. So if you got any yeah. questions, fine. True, come on, give us something. I have, a question. I have a question about one. Um, based off the woulda, coulda, shoulda. So mm-hmm. now that we've done that, what would you say your superpower is? Something that makes you unique. That it's like, oh, I know this is it. And you're not going to get another person like this. Or if you are, it's we're going to be neck and neck. And you, <laughs> so what would your superpower be? 
Hmm. What is your power, I should say? I would have to say multitasking. You know, uh, I can do a few different things at one time while listening to my kids and doing some other things. And so I would have to say multitasking. Um, I would say uh, two things because <laughs> I'm going to wear it out. But one, I, I'm very youthful. So I believe that even as I continue to grow, I'm going to still be able to play them teenage roles mm-hmm. at 31 mm-hmm. years old because I'm thir- mm-hmm. currently 31 years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm so youthful and very charming. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know that about myself, but a lot of people told me, even Ro, we did a scene before and I was doing something. She said, why are you trying so hard? Why, why? I said, I'm trying to be charming. She said, for what? You already charming. Like, I mean, uh, like, what is it? Just smile. Just uh, what are you trying? And I was like, really? I thought I had to. And everybody was, everybody was telling me it's already there. The moment you open up your mouth, you say, sir, it's there. So nice. I'm minute to know that. But now I'm like, I'm charming. is the ownership of it so that's right yeah for me his smile is charming he has a very Mm -hmm. inviting charming and so i think when we were doing the scene you were doing something extra and i was like no Mm -hmm. just do that yeah (laughs) i said Um, i had to learn that myself you know, you know, I have a big presence on on film, on camera, right? I didn't have to go in there and, and act like I was mad or or uh, a menace, right? I just showed up. Here I am, and bam, it just came across. So yeah, definitely. So that's your superpower, that's, DJ. Let's hey, that's my superpower. You know, <laughs> my other superpower is I might stick to it from this, right? You know, I just stick when I, I have a task, I stick to it. I I, I don't just uh, uh, okay, I'm gonna put it off to this day or put it off to that day. I just stick to it to, to the mm-hmm. task is done. So stick mm-hmm. to it to this. And 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 that applies to acting as well. Think about all the all the actors that that, that started when I started. Mm-hmm. I don't see them I don't see them anymore. Wow. You know, they, <laughs> they fall it fell off. I think there's a question in the um in the thing v, VJ LaFay. <laughs> Did he just make up a word? <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> and we love it. <laughs> so my superpower is I have two. And my first one is I have the gift of discernment. Um I can I can decipher, pick apart anything, and I can discern whether or not it it uh it benefits or doesn't benefit you. Um mm-hmm. and I can tell you a story behind that. So said and I went to a workshop with Sam Christensen. He's no longer with us and this girl she was loving him she was all over him so we go together everywhere we go and people think we're together we're not but that's not the point and so she wanted to know if we were together what i liked about her was she waited till we were standing together and she was like are you two a couple and we just looked I was like, no so anyway make a long story short every time we, we would we would show up wearing the same clothes like he'd have on a gray shirt i have on a gray shirt so of course she's like <laughs> Y'all not together. And it wasn't that we planned it. We just showed up like that. So okay. finally, the the last day she walks up, she was like, we had our bags by the door because he was going back to where he was come from and I was going back where I was from. And so she was like talking to the instructor, you leaving me? He said, no, those, that's Rowan Sands' bag. She said, I knew you two were together. <laughs> so I said, if we were together, I'd have checked him and I'd have checked you. Oh. And she was like, huh? I said, I'd have checked you. 
for checking my man and I'd have checked him for not checking you for checking him. <laughs> so then he was like, you think she liked me? And I said, yeah. I said, but you know what? Y'all would make no good couple. And he looked at me and I said, she's too self-centered. He wouldn't put up with it like she's got other responsibilities. And he looked, that's when he looked at me and said, you got a lot of sense. I was like, so, and the other instructor said, it's the gift of discernment. And so mm-hmm. I really I really held on to that. And mm-hmm. then my other superpower is I have the ability um, to break things down into the simplest of terms so that anybody can understand them. Like, you know, a lot of people use terms like beats and actions, and yeah. I understood those to be verbs and nouns. And so when, when you're talking to regular people, especially people who are just starting in this industry, mm-hmm. they want to know how to do something. And people are quick to say, okay, well, what's your beats? What's your actions? And they don't understand that. And so I also came up with a, a really quick way. Like I, I worked with graphs and things of that nature. So when people are, I, I'm able to discern what their learning style is. Like I'm mm-hmm. not an auditory learner. So if yours is hands-on, I can recognize that you're a kinesthetic learner and I teach to that modality. If you're a visual learner, I give you a visual cue to help you understand everything. So those are my two superpowers. I was just going to say that would be me, the visual. So yeah, I had to learn that in college. I, I was studying and I couldn't retain nothing for because college is all lecture. So I had to learn that if they were lecturing, I had to record it. I had to go mm-hmm. home. I had to write it down so I could see it in order to retain it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, those are my two. I was able to discern that that wasn't my style. Mm-hmm. And I really see. So that, those are my, my, my superpowers. That was a really good question. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since you got that stick to itiveness. Yes, yes. That's right. So so mine is a double-edged sword. Okay. Mine, my superpower is my empathy. And I say it's a double-edged sword because it could be a blessing and it could be a downfall to me. And when you have a lot of empathy, that leads to a lot of forgiveness. And certain times you can forgive people that perhaps didn't deserve that forgiveness. Not necessarily they didn't deserve it, but I forgive for myself so that mm-hmm. I can move on. But in, in in that space, I may present myself to that person again, which could leave me open for something else that's just not good for me from that same person. So I would say it's my empathy and that forgiveness comes with it. And also I help everyone. So sometimes you can't help everyone. Sometimes people don't need to be helped. People mm-hmm. need to just learn on their own. And I throw my spot in the forefront and I'm, I'm, I'm open for pain and hurt. So, but it's my empathy. I have a lot of it. I don't know where it came from. I've been that way since I was very young. Like a, a child. Maybe you can teach me some empathy. <laughs> All right, so anything on acting because we're gonna be winding down soon. I'm hoping that somebody uh, they got a question, but um, as far as um, acting, I guess everybody give at least one tip or one piece of advice or something so that you know we can at least end on the act out since um, our guests had a little snap food. Um, I do want people to understand we are talking about acting. Um, I'm gonna give you my fate. Oh, that's gonna be hard. I was gonna be my favorite acting coach, um, but I'm still studying, and I'm I'm a I'm a coach myself, but I'm still studying. And one of my favorites, well, of course, Susan Batson's always gonna be near and dear to my heart because I started with her. Um, but then I had Vera Katz, and it's so funny to me because all my coaches 
all my female coaches were little people and they're not little little people i'm a big chick so if you're under five seven you're little people to me because i gotta look down but anyway so um and and you should see the way they kicked me out of class they just was like like gone goliath you got to get up out of here <laughs> so um, so my favorite coach, and there's a reason why, Susan will always be near and dear to my heart. Susan was not really a fan of Roe, although she wrote nice things. She loved me, but she loved my son more. Hmm. And um, she would do things for him. And and that kind of made me love her a lot. And then hmm. with Vera Katz, Vera was like, you got to go. You can't come back. And I didn't understand why she was kicking me out. But she was kicking me out because she said, what you need, I can't teach you. And it's back to what Verlon said. Verlon said he was stuck in background work for a long time. Um, somebody did ask a question, though. Um, BJ LaFay, someone asked a question. I know. He's stuck I was waiting for For yes. a long time. So I think at the end of the day, confidence is key. And, mm -hmm. and I'm going to be real with y'all. Confidence, when you're auditioning, it exudes. It, it, it enters the room before you do. The camera will pick it up. If you're having a bad day, the camera's going to pick it up. So you got to figure out a way to control every single thing in that room that you can control. You can't control whether they're eating a snack while you audition, but you can control how you enter the room. And Sid said the, the big presence, when he walks in the room, I have a big presence. So I have to know when to tone it down. One thing I learned at Sam Christian that I'm going to stop for me um, was he said, you are such a big person that when you walk in the room, your energy changes the room. So if you're going out for a role that's happy-go-lucky and you walk in like you walk in on a regular day, you're not going to get the role. Because my normal walk is I wish somebody would. So I have to say to myself, <laughs> I wish somebody would. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I wish somebody would. Hey, what's up, my name, Ro? Right. See, so my energy has to shift. So I'm going to leave my note on that. That would be my advice, too. You guys is pay attention to yourselves on a normal day and control the energy in which you enter an audition, a room, um, control your thoughts, control your words, especially that. Next. Kiera Zavon, Kiera Devon asks, what's one thing you would suggest for someone re-entering the industry who wants to take that? Who wants to That's take that? Well, I took a break. Um, and I think the re-entry is you probably can't start where you left off um, unless you kept those connections. So you can use your resume, but starting where you left off, and I would say this, every day do something active. And and that sounds silly. Even when you're not working in a class, do something active. When you watch television, watch it with a purpose. Turn the volume down, watch it, and see how they move. You can tell what the story is. Um, see what emotions are being used. That's one thing that you can do for free. Make sure you exercise your tongue in your mouth. This is your tool. And so a lot of times we get a lot of dialogue is tongue twistery. And so because we're not using it and a lot of writers write that way, you have to make sure you clean your mouth at all times so that when you finally get that opportunity to audition, that you're ready because they're watching how you say the words. I, uh, Verlon's not here, but he and I auditioned for FBI Most Wanted. And he pronounced the main character's name incorrectly. And he didn't realize it until after he left the room that he said it wrong. Um, and it cost him. So you really want to pay attention. So when you're re-entering the work to the acting world, just reach out to your old connections. If you got an agent, reach back out and say, hey, I'm coming back in. If they take you on, fine. If not, 
Make sure that your letter to the to the new agent says, hey, I'm re-entering. These are my credits. This is my story. And make sure that when you write them, that you let them know how they can help you. Because a lot of people want to start with a letter. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. But guess what? What do you need an agent for if you're doing all that? you got to show them where the gap is that they can fill in so that they understand why you need them. Somebody else want to chime you, in? Thank you, Kiara. Thank you, Kiara. I just want to chime in and say, be yourself. Don't don't come to the audition or you know come into that space being somebody else you're not. Be authentically you. Can't nobody do it better you. That's true. Anything else? For those of you who do not know how to ask your questions, please just type it in. Just type it in our on our YouTube page, our Facebook page. Just ask your questions that way. Sorry, guys. And we're also on Spotify and a couple of other mm -hmm. places, guys. So make sure you like and subscribe. We mostly um, answer questions here, but we are checking YouTube occasionally and checking the other sites as well. Um, guys, y'all, y'all just make me smile. <laughs> Go ahead. Great show tonight, really great. To go back to um, Ro, what you said for everybody, just two nuggets. Um, I will always say one: fully commit to what you're doing. Um, like, commit, and I say that because if you believe it, they will believe it. Long story short, was doing a scene with uh, was getting prepared for audition with Ro, and I didn't know how to tackle it, and she told me to put on Timberlands and walk around the house as this. <laughs> As be, to be this character and I said okay but I, going back to her thing I had to trust her first mm -hmm. to go I'm going to walk around my house and what and <laughs> I was like okay and I did it long story short got to the audition and by this character that they even asked for my availability that we can't be like that so fully commit whatever that looks like fully commit to that role also um, the mind is powerful you know uh, me and Rose talk about this all the time I literally, I talked about it last week, how I was pinned, but I was released. But I think, I believe I was released because in my mind, I've already said, oh, that's a dumb road. So I released it myself before it was released for me. So that we got to we gotta channel this yes. first and then channel this too. And that's one thing I love even when, you know, speaking to Ro is like, hey, you know, we, what we're not going to say is that. <laughs> what we're going to say is this. So really, those are my two things: fully commit to it, and also get this this mindset together. And your words are powerful. Like mm -hmm. really speak that thing. And she'll speak it when I tell you. She'll speak that thing. She'll be like, Dijon, I'm about to be on a recurring role next week. I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> listen. And next thing you know, some will. You call and she don't answer the phone. <laughs> listen, she, she got she got that recurring role. Well, she's like, I'm about to be on set, and it literally happened. She said it. And I don't yes. know, it was two, three months later, and she was, and she had a recurrent. I was like, "You just told me that you." Yes. <laughs> when I said it, I was like, "I just, it's, I just feel it coming. Like it's, it's coming." And anybody who doesn't know me to think this heifer that lost her mind. Did she just I'm like no? Uh uh. I even told somebody they, they offered me something. I was like, I don't want to do that because I'm gonna be on set. Like I really said it. But if if you go back in time, if you think that when I first met him, the first thing I said was. I need you to get what I'm putting down right now because I ain't going to be around. I said that like I knew it. And all of a sudden, I wasn't around. Right. I was like, Go on. Go yeah. on. and that's when I really started paying attention to what I say. So, guys, I just want y'all to know, y'all got to really, really, this is a different playing field. I think life teaches us to go to school 
get go to college, get a job, get married, have kids. That's a mindset. So when you think about this, this job right here, all those experiences that you ever been in, every last one, and I'm a, I'm a in my spiel with this. We were doing an audition. It was MCDP's um, audition, and he had to be a DJ. And he was like, I don't know what. And so what he didn't know was <laughs> back when I was a teenager, and I mean, I was a young teenager too. I'll probably be like 15. I used to DJ. It was me and a friend of mine. And she and I were the DJing twins. And we used to be DJ in a bathing suit, a gold bikini bathing suit at a bar that I shouldn't even be able to get into. We would sneak into that bar and DJ. And the guy, the owner of the club, liked me. So he would let us DJ all the time. So what happened was when he showed up to do the DJ thing, he looked at me like, I don't know how to do this. I gave him a six-pound medicine ball, put it on the table, and told him it was a record player and showed him how to scratch. <laughs> so wait, the funny part was when he went home and showed his mom, she was like, you really look like you know what you're doing. So step outside of your box and then get to a point where when you give a kid a toy, you can tell a kid that that toy is a spaceship. They make it a spaceship. You got to be childlike. Mm. I'm going to stop because we're already over time. All right. So let everybody say they think because Sid's going to take us stop out of here. All right, y'all. Yeah. So I, I, I want to say I'm going to be first to say goodnight. And I want to see you guys back here next week. Please, please, please think. Um, guys, this is free advice. If, if I charge you for this, you'll be mad at me. So go ahead and use this opportunity to get your questions answered, knowing that I'm going to tell you the truth. Everybody on this panel. And the reason it's five bucks is because. We all got different journeys. I personally say do a little background work and, and jump out. But you heard Verlon say do some background work. I'm not saying it's not his value for it is different than mine. His was learn the lingo, see how they work behind the scenes. Mine was don't get trapped in being a background actor, just like I'm not trying to get trapped being a co-star actor. So it's more than one um, perspective on this panel. Utilize it please and thank you. Don't forget, like, share, subscribe. Pass in the torch. I'm going to go to my left. Chanel. All right. So please make sure you like, subscribe, and share. We will be here next week, nine o'clock sharp. So please make sure that you ask questions. Don't be shy. Please don't be shy. Um, no DMs asking a question. Come on in the room. We here. There you go. Yeah, I'm gonna pick it back over that. Also, like, subscribe, share. But uh I want all my actors out there, I want you to go in with confidence. Yes. confidence everybody can see it. the camera can see it the, the casting director can see it your reader can see it confidence that's the key mm. pass the torch it's all it it over we're going oh. around like the greedy bunch oh, like great yeah. I, you know everything everyone said you know uh i'm gonna say this and be but someone said it before but i'm gonna say it uh, say it um and everybody on, I think, on his panel knows um, that you, we all have something special and unique with about ourselves. Mm -hmm. So why not use it? Why not show the world? You know, and I think that's the beautiful part about who we are, how we were created. Mm -hmm. And so, there's not going to be another you. So go out and I hate to say it, I can, she gonna get, get on me, but again, I think it was it was a beautiful connection with Ro because. She helped me discover myself too. 
and to like penetrate my darkness with light to say you can do this why so honestly we're here to help penetrate your darkness to expose your light to let you know that you can do it so hey like share subscribe get your friends in here we're right. gonna you up with the truth but we're gonna give you tell you some real good stuff and carry on carry you on your way so you know what i just saw a t-shirt come through you ain't uh -oh. know it Oh, no, y'all don't know. So you know, DP, that might be on a T-shirt coming up. <laughs> we already getting our new logo on it. Um, so just a heads up, y'all gotta, y'all gotta um, let us know what you like. So we have our old shirts, the one that um, MCDP is wearing now. We no longer have those. We've given all of those away. We are now getting our new shirts, which is the logo up in the top right hand corner of the screen. We're getting those shirts. Uh, VJ Lafay has on our. The first quote of you cannot do what you cannot define and we're gonna go back and watch this because i think mcdp gave us another one we do have merch so if you yeah. want it holla let us know in the meantime we ready to wrap things up and bj lafay that's on you all right well i just want to thank everyone and i also wanted to say remember ask your question give me something to do because i love hearing from you like subscribe what they said chanel Devon, and said all right, y'all. It's releasing <laughs> time for Roe. Have a great night. Have a good one. Good night. <laughs>